0: Welcome to Positive Reaction Podcast. My name is Danielle C. Aguilar, better known as Dr. D.
1: My name is Dr. Edwin Serrano, better known as Dr. Pepper, and we are not your average physical therapist, and we will get you ready to react at any given moment.
0: We are here to question healthcare to help you make the best decision to get back to your active lifestyle.
1: Okay, everybody. So, for our second episode here, um, we always get the question, why don't you take my insurance? Um, that's the biggest one we get or here. why
0: don't you take insurance? Yeah. Not even mine.
1: Yeah. Like, why don't you take insurance? Like, that's a big question that we get as performance uh, practitioners or performance therapists. I like yeah? both. Both? That's fine. Yeah. So... Um, I guess we'll go off with Danielle first or Dr. Sure. D. What What do you say to that?
0: Well, it's always a good question. You know, it's one of those things where you use the term performance therapist or the phrase performance therapist because we're at a point in, you, you know, for, for I can speak for me that what I want to accomplish is that segue, right? Like you have physical therapy, rehab, and then you have a point in time where the athlete – is no longer in need of rehab and is looking to bridge that gap to get from sport to performance. Mm-hmm. So what happens there is insurance can provide a boundary. It's I, I like to use the word limitation to what the athlete can possibly achieve. So to keep that really short, how I like to make sure the patient or athlete understand is that insurance isn't always something that's going to be of benefit, but for you to get the best care possible that I can provide from a one-on-one basis, you're going to see that with without the assistance, if you will, from insurance. I think that giving the athlete the best uh, opportunity to succeed is going to be with I mean, not that insurance is a bad thing, you know, you need that, but I do think where the field that we are trying to pursue or that we are pursuing, you're going to require more care in terms of getting you, in in my specific scenario, and you can probably speak to the same thing, but mm-hmm. getting you to that point where you're going to bridge that gap again from return to sport where I'm just getting you through those drills to now you are actually getting more of that sports simulation and being able to perform at the highest level. That is something that is not provided at the rehab or at the, uh, I guess you can say the insurance covered rehab. Once you get past that level, insurance tends to think that that's all you need. We don't believe, and I can speak for both of us Mm -hmm. because that's why we're sitting here today discussing it. We don't believe in that's okay. You're able to run 500 meters or less than that and that's all the insurance approves for. That's it, you're done. They'll wipe they'll wipe their hands clean of you. Mm-hmm. I think that if we continue to reiterate the importance of it's not just about jogging so many so many meters, it's about getting Joe back on the court being able to perform without fear of re-injury i mean we can go down that avenue forever Mm -hmm. right injury prevention is huge but if i'm keeping it to the point if you want to get to where you're performing and not just getting by cash-based physical therapy is the way to go
1: yeah so i i you know i i echo your feelings and your thoughts but you know you did say you know insurance isn't bad i think it's bad I, i i i i do think it's bad in our setting in the physical right. therapy setting right so if you think about how your insurance works and you think about what it does you know you're paying a 20 35 40 dollars copay, and yet at the same time you're going to go see a physical therapist and you spend 15 to 20 minutes with that therapist and most of the time they're handed off to someone else mm-hmm. right how so, often
0: and real quick how often do you when and, and we've already touched touched on mm-hmm. this but When you were working for a clinic that was under insurance, how much time did you spend with your patient?
1: So, I felt like I was good at spending quality time with them.
0: That's fair. Right.
1: No, 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 no. So, so let me, like, I I was good at masking the time that I spent with them because... There was a table next to me, and I'd be working on that patient, and I would just ask the patient next to me how they were doing while someone else was working with them. But
0: you're talking about time management. Yes. Yeah, but how so, much time exactly. did so you like fully – Exactly, so like
1: 10 15 minutes That's max, my point. Right? So, you know, and, and people are always like, oh, well, my insurance is so great, my insurance is so yeah. good. But in reality, it's not, right? Because if, if your insurance was that great and that good – you would be able to spend a whole hour of quality time and quality care with your doctor of physical therapy. Right. And every year, insurance is getting worse. Every year, your insurance is telling the physical therapy companies, this is what we're willing to pay you. And every year, it's dropping more and more. I just saw an article. I think it's dropping another 10% on average this coming year. And what do you mean by that? So... If you think about when your physical therapist at a regular mill PT clinic, and I call it like a mill because you walk in, it's like a factory, in and out, in and out, in and yeah, out, yeah. coming in, and so whenever <clears throat> you go in there, and I've had patients come, it's like, oh, well, my insurance pays you two hundred and fifty dollars to you know every hour I'm here. Well, not really, right? So your insurance, the way it works, there's a contract between your insurance and that company, or um, that provider. And so what they do is they pay about an average of 25 to 30% of that, right? So on average, let's say we bill $240, then your insurance pays.
0: Make it easy. Say $200. Yeah. i am oh, not good at math. Yeah,
1: 240 is actually pretty good. Oh, okay, so, fine. So you go $240, let's say your, your insurance pays the PT clinic, quote unquote. But in reality, let's say you have a co of $70, mm-hmm. okay? So then your co of $70 um, but then the contractual adjustment or contractual agreement is 30%. So the insurance is only to pay 30% of $240. Mm-hmm. So 30% is about, let's say, $80. But let's say you have a $75 or $70 copay, well, your copay goes towards those $80, and now the insurance only pays us
0: $10. But that's they're still benefiting from the insurance. They're still, We're
1: not. They're still benefiting, but they're not. Why is that? Because... You're only you're paying eighty dollars, and you're only spending ten quality minutes with a physical therapist.
0: Very true, right? I mean, so that I mean, in the end, out of all those numbers, and I will tell mm-hmm. you, I'm not, I lost you a little bit, <laughs> but I understand what you're saying. You you make in the end, you brought it back, and you're only you're spending the the end the end game of that was eighty dollars for ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Now. I know you're good in the clinic. I know you're good at time management. But the point is, is that you can keep your hands on patient A while navigating patient B, while also navigating and patient, patient C, C, while patient D, D is, is waiting. Or, the exactly. Door. <laughs> exactly. So. <laughs> so, you know, and, and we're good at that. And I can speak to myself about that or speak. Yeah. Speak on myself. Mm-hmm. The, the point is, is that we're good at we're good at managing. But that's what it is is Mm -hmm. if we're managing and we're still able to provide care maybe not the best care
1: I I think you know like yeah we provide care we get people better but do we optimize their care and do do we give them the best care possible and I think that's why I jumped to this and I'm pretty sure you jumped to performance-based practice is because at the end of the day, I was seeing so many people, I was burning out and I couldn't help people to the best of my abilities. Right. You know, physical therapy, people always see it as, oh, I have a physical injury, but what do we do? We talk people through their pain. We talk people through their, you know, any kind of so- psycho- social issues you right. know, that may be going on. And you know to get to know these people and really educate them on how their body works right and not only that but the whole body system works I think that's very valuable and we're not seen as those kind of
0: providers and you mentioned education I mm-hmm. think education is big right <clears throat> how many times have you sat in front of a patient and gave them a basic uh, understanding of shoulder pain mm-hmm. right I've been recently diving into the shoulder and just providing the basic concepts of like for example right now i probably don't have the best posture but you don't have the best well okay given (laughs) our situation right like i'm leaning forward and just act telling them hey sit up because it's going to help activate the muscles back there Mm -hmm. you know if you just do this properly and all of that and let's say you keep it short that's already two three minutes of your time just letting them know what they didn't even have the time to dive into Mm -hmm. my point is is that education is important and we can soak all that up the the quality time that we have in Mm -hmm. a clinic like that run of the mill if you will that 10 minutes can be dedicated to education alone Mm -hmm. right and so if we back up into our our practice and where we're at now now i'm on both ends of the spectrum right so i can i speak to to both sides of things but i'm a lot more passionate i will say about having the opportunity to spend that one-on-one time because i know that education is important
1: yes right so
0: if we don't get enough time to give them that education piece i don't think we're serving our community our patients justice right like we're not doing justice doing right by them
1: and and i also think about the time right because when you're in in that when you're coming to physical therapy at a run-of-the-mill clinic Mm -hmm. right uh i mean how many times do you typically see people a week two to three times right right um so why is that um you know i remember being where i used to work they would always push oh research shows 12 visits right three visits a week two visits a week for four (laughs) to six weeks
0: duration right
1: duration so they you know They're pushing, you know, seeing you often and seeing you many times for so many weeks. Why? Because at the end of the day, it's going to keep the doors open. Right. Right. Because of reimbursement. But the reason why we have to see you so many times throughout the week in that kind of setting is because there's less quality care. Mm -hmm. Right. Something that I found out running my practice is that I see people once a week and they get better results than sometimes the people that I see three times a week. And why is that? It's because the quality of that you provide in that one-hour session mm-hmm. um, is so much more than you can do in three, three sessions sometimes right. in a regular insurance-based clinic. So people always tell me, "Oh, so per session you're charging $150." Right. Well, I can go to an insurance-based practice and or insurance practice, and I'll pay my copay, and it's only $30. Well, 30 times three. Visits a week, it's 90, plus the gas, plus the time out of work. I was about work, to say, yeah, don't forget the, all of that. Yeah, everything you have to take out. Oh, you have to worry about daycare for the kids. Right. You have to worry about all this crap. By that time, I mean, how valuable is your time?
0: Uh, exactly. Right? So that's a, that's what I was thinking. Like You bring in that time component their time is valuable mm-hmm. you mentioned all those little things that add up mm-hmm. if they need to stop and put gas if they need to stop and drop their kid off at daycare or mm-hmm. with their next door neighbor all that adds up mm-hmm. right and what we're asking for is all of that in one session you know mm-hmm. maybe we need more
1: yeah but sometimes you have to exactly. see them twice you know right
0: that tend that tends to be the the case but my point is how are you spending your time? Mm-hmm. Right? If you're taking your time and, or not taking your time, if you're being efficient with your time and mm-hmm. you're with someone that is passionate about what they do, <laughs> is gonna provide the best care possible, give you that education piece, get you back to where you wanna be, and most of the time faster, mm-hmm. it, it just makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you make a very good point the numbers, I love that you bring up the numbers because a lot of people don't see it that way. You know, they forget those little things that they have to do to set up to save money, excuse me, to save money, but in the end they're throwing away a huge chunk of their mm -hmm. time to save money. And are they really doing
1: that? Yeah. And and typically that's that's what you see and and, you know, that's kind of where I head head on this where with my patients is I always tell them, like it's one time a week, whereas you go somewhere else. It's three, and you know what? I've had people choose to go with the insurance-based route. And I right, get it. Yeah. You know, it's sometimes cheaper, but also know that the quality of care may not be there. Not because they're not necessarily good therapists. Right. But Because we were there. Yeah. I'm t- currently Yeah. But because at the same time, it's it's your insurance is dictating what you can and cannot correct. Do. The other thing as a consumer, as yourself, it, it's good to be informed what your deductible is, how much you have to pay out of pocket. And if you have out-of-network benefits, I mean, if you have out-of-network benefits, you you can definitely come see us and get some sort of reimbursement back. If it Correct. doesn't get applied to your deductible, you might get some of your money back, mm-hmm. and you're getting better quality mm-hmm. care, right? So, and deductibles are on the rise right yep. for everybody three to five thousand dollars. i was about to
0: say you're you're now creeping up there i'm not surprised one of my co-workers was talking about his deductible mm-hmm. now he has a family so that's gonna, you already know that's going to go yeah. up but he's sitting at ten thousand dollars for his deductible yeah I, that's insane
1: so in a year you have to spend ten thousand dollars for your insurance to cover you that's know and the, right and that doesn't make any sense whereas if you come spend let's say five sessions with us, mm-hmm. right, for acute low back pain sure. that just started yesterday. You know, you come see us for five sessions, five times 150, let's say on average, mm-hmm. that is 750, mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> I'm not completely sure, let's go with that. We'll say I, yes. I, I'm, I, never I, gonna head, yeah? I'm never going to try but that's $750. That's not even close to $10,000. But if you wanted to get to the physical therapy route, you have to go to the doctor Gotta go get some pills, injections, medications, Imaging. cortisone shots. And then by the time you they say, Okay, we can't do anything, we gotta go <laughs> send you to physical therapy, it's three, to six months down the road, you've already spent so much money and time and you're in more pain and now we get it we get a very complicated case on our end.
0: When it could right. have been settled. You know, when it could day one over. kind of thing exactly it goes back to time it goes back to you know everything that you mentioned just continues to do like a vicious cycle or this vicious cycle keeps happening and people are missing that mm-hmm. and i think the more that we you know um, ultimately redundancy is going to be key at this point mm-hmm. making it clear that yes it may seem like a bigger chunk of of an investment mm-hmm. but you're investing in yourself and you're investing in us as healthcare providers. Yes. Right? Trusting that we are the, the the right healthcare provider for you. That's a leap of faith, right? When you're investing that much money, I I can see why they would second guess because there's a, a cheaper option. Yes. But I think with this platform, you know, I'm mm-hmm. super excited about this and, and very passionate about it. I think that if you take the time to get to know both myself and Dr. Sedano, I'm going to struggle with, uh, excuse me, he's going to say Dr. Pepper. Um, I think that, you know, getting to know us as as, as sports performance therapists, um, we we have what it takes to get you where you need to be. And, and I know that I can speak for both of us as we're transparent in terms of if we do hit a roadblock or if we get to a point where we do need to inquire other mm-hmm. intelligent minds or send you to a, a medical doctor for further diagnostic testing, trust
1: that we'll do that. Yeah, we do that. That, that's the other thing. We're more accessible.
0: Oh, that's true. Like,
1: uh, I I mean, how many times do people not call, you know, us as performers and practitioners and we get them in within the next day or so? Sure, yeah. Um, whereas, like, you can call a regular healthcare provider in San Antonio and, oh, your next appointment's in two months. Right. And you're dealing with pain right now. So what do you have to do? An ER visit that costs so much out of, out of pocket? No, like, you have to think about us as physical therapists, but we're more accessible. And if we find something that we can't help you with... Then we'll send you out. We'll tell you you need to go somewhere else. Is what we have. But in the meantime, we can help you manage your pain, right. manage your issues,
0: manage what's going on. Um, Get smarter, yeah, if you will, <laughs> about, about your issue that you're you're dealing with. When we talk about education, and and I really think this platform is going to be huge in in that light because a lot of the times it's it's a simple and I should I'm not going to say fix, but it's <clears> a simple adjustment in your lifestyle that is going to facilitate just overall better management of symptoms. And you mentioned, you know, being able to tolerate, or you may not have used that word, but manage those symptoms until you get further, you know, imaging or whatever the case may be. I think that we have that ability to intervene a lot sooner. Mm-hmm. You mentioned accessibility. I think, you know, I know you really do a good job of being acce- or being as accessible as possible. Like you're, you're I'm going to say your golden rule, but you mentioned something about getting back to the, the your patient within 24 hours mm-hmm. or... That that's that's huge i feel like even you know with your busy schedule or vice versa we make yeah. a valid effort to at least let you know hey we can maneuver our schedule because we have that ability to do so yes
1: and and that's something I think, and, and it's not that other providers aren't passionate. And, you know, That's I, true. I, I did, that is true. I did say insurance is bad. I mean, it, it's bad for the physical <laughs> therapist. That's what I say. I, I,
0: I, I really know? think it's the boundaries that are created mm-hmm. that, you know, let's talk about something really simple. Documentation. Yeah. I struggle with that. Now, you know, I talked about in the first episode that I'm coming from both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Right? You took that leap of faith and I am incredibly stoked about your success thus far and continue to grow past that. But what I'm getting at is, you know, with documentation, I cannot... Or not cannot, but I feel that wording a certain thing in terms of... I'm sorry, insurance wants to hear a certain thing.
1: Yes, and if they don't hear it, they don't or, pay.
0: Exactly. <laughs> and it's it's it sounds ridiculous, and I hope it sounds ridiculous on your end too. Like, yeah. it just can't... We, we can't use certain words mm-hmm. or else... You're going to get denied, and then now you're stuck with the full bill to begin with, right? So its I will say thats it's not a very – you don't see that happen very, very often – or not very often. You don't hear that very often, but you get certain insurances that are looking for specific verbatim, and if they don't get it, great. They don't have to pay. Yeah,
1: they don't pay. And you know what I just remembered? That's a big issue, too. Basically, uh, when, when people are signing on their benefits, mm-hmm. that they have to sign and then they have to say, this is only an estimate of what you have to pay. Right. Right. So my wife is super mad. Because literally. <laughs> literally she went to the doctor and she signed on the dotted line. They didn't read anything. Just like none of us usually do. It We're just like, not oh, to read just on purpose, take you know? me. Yeah. yeah. So you sign off on these benefits and what you're paying is an estimate, right? So on average... In, in, a, in a physical therapy setting that takes your insurance, you bill by units. Mm-hmm. So how many units do you average? Uh, four. Let's say four, right? But the estimate is based on a three and a half unit estimate. Right, and that's right. the
0: arbitrary, not the arbitrary number, but that's the number that's been heavily researched. Yes, right. so it's three
1: and a half units that you average, but most therapists, right, so you can get more reimbursements sometimes, not directly, but it just happens. You bill four or five units. Right. Right? So then if you're billing these many units, but then the average some is three and a half units. After you're done with therapy, three months later, get ready for a bill. You're right. You're going to get a bill you in get... the mail. It happens.
0: Exactly. And then we get, you know, on the insurance-based clinics, we get the these angry patients that are now asking us what happened. Mm-hmm. Well, it's easy for us to say, you, you signed the paper. Yeah. Right? But- then it almost looks bad because we didn't take the time to educate them yeah. on what they're going up against that, you know, there's yeah. only so much that we can do with the time that we're given.
1: Exactly. And you know, with this performance type of practice that we're running, you, you, are paying a certain rate, but then that's all you pay. There's right. no hidden costs. There's nothing, right. like, there's been so many times people walk in and they're like, okay, but do I have to pay extra for needling? Or do I have to pay? It's like, no, this is what you get, and this is what you're getting every time when you pay for right. it. We'll just have to manage it as we go, and it includes everything. Sure, yeah. You know? and, and, and that's something else. Like, You know what you're paying. You're not going to get no a surprise bill. no hidden fees. No hidden fees ever. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Looking dead in the eye, there are no hidden fees. I, I think that that's, that's another positive to what we have to offer Mm -hmm. it may be a larger number up front but if you bring it all back to what you're talking about and really crunch the numbers which i always appreciate it makes it painfully obvious no pun intended that there is a better choice yes and i i love our, our intro i'm proud of it right question your healthcare question yes. everything don't be afraid to ask why is why am i being charged for this or what does this say here i don't even know what that mm-hmm. means help explain it to me there mm-hmm. is someone that should be available you're paying the insurance monthly yep. to answer your question and if you're not happy with it there's something better
1: yes there's always something better question if something doesn't feel right question your healthcare provider why do you mm-hmm. want to do this why not this question do I need physical therapy? Can I go to physical therapy? Right. Advocate for yourself because. Yeah, that's a big one. Physical therapy is not just about, oh, here are these exercises, lay down on the table. It's about getting you back to a healthy lifestyle.
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I, I like that. You know, advocate mm. for yourself. A lot of people get frustrated because, mm. in I don't, I say this, I don't know if it's true. I haven't taken the time to research it, but I feel that I've encountered enough patients that. Hey, I know I'm gonna get denied after visit X. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, what are you gonna do about it? Yeah. Well, they said no. Or did you ask them why? Yeah. And they're like, well, I have to ask this I have to go back to this doctor and ask this doctor and make sure that both doctors are on the same page in order for me to get this approval, in order to see you two weeks from now, because mm-hmm. we need to get authorization. You're talking about a lengthy process. Yes. Right? Is this every insurance? No, it's not. No. But you run into this issue. And even though advocating might seem exhausting, I, I know that both of us encourage you to do it. Advocate for yourself and get what you need. And sometimes it may not be the route where insurance is there.
1: Yeah. I definitely agree with that. That is <laughs> definitely for sure. Um, I mean, Definitely for sure? Definitely for sure. Okay, good. And, you know, if, if you're a healthcare provider and you're listening to this and this strikes a nerve then maybe you need to look in the mirror too, mm. right? So you always uh, take it there. I always take it there because,
0: <laughs> granted, I, it's a second episode, yeah, but still.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it, it's true. Like, if, if you're someone that's, you know, practicing this way or whatever, and, and and you feel like this is striking a nerve, like look in the mirror. Maybe there's something that you need to change about the way you practice.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and as I mentioned, seeing it on both ends of the spectrum, it's it's this is you know from reaction and, and positive action. I feel that getting this opportunity to work with our athletes, patients, the way that I feel it should be,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's refreshing. It it's is. great, right? It's yeah. rewarding. You, you learn so much more. You're not... You know, you're not stressing too much about is patient A through E being taken care of. Mm -hmm. Now, you mentioned it earlier, it's a business, right? Mm -hmm. We have to make sure that we're still keeping the doors open in order to provide this optimal care. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure we can discuss that at a later time. But in the end, with the route we're going, and as long as we stay true to what we want to achieve with our patients I truly think that this is just the better route.
1: Yes. I, I, I never thought I'd be doing this, to tell you the truth.
0: I know. But, I know. I know. You know that's I, always
1: fun. I, I was burned out, and this is the avenue I took and during COVID, and it's growing. And <laughs> yeah, especially sure, during COVID. Yeah, and, and we're doing great. So, again, thank you for listening.
0: Remember, this is Positive Reaction Podcast. This is Dr. D.
1: And Dr. Serrano, where, where you, you come, come first. first.